0: Welcome to Last Week in Gaming, where we talk about games we ran or played last week. I'm your host, Mad J. Let's get started. Last Week in Gaming and the Diceology podcast and the 211 show are made possible by listeners like you. Support my dream hustle at patreon.com, Mad J0, all letters. Let's make this our regular thing. Returning to the show is the author of Prism and live on kickstarter the old the cold the bold you play as criminals using an app that provides tasteful gigs in your area and protection from the fuzz the heat the man this game is inspired by lady blackbird and authored by my friend whitney marie delaglio here's our conversation Whitney, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Hi, my first question is, uh, I remember our last podcast, and I'll link it in the show notes and stuff, so people can go listen and fact check me. I asked, <laughs> I remember asking, we were talking about Prism. And I'm like, so what's next? What are you working on next after Prism? And you said, nothing, this is it. I'm not, I'm not doing another game, right? is—yeah. This, is, this is it, the one and only. So what have you done since Prism?
1: I actually, I think I said, if this is my only game, that's okay. Not that I'm not making another game. I'm like, I I just, at the time I was like, if there was no other game in my future, I'd be okay with that. Especially now, since my game is actually doing well, like uh, 2018 until now, how many years is that? Fuck math later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll let the audience Um, figure that out.
1: Yeah. uh, I um, published another game for ninth level games in their, um, 2020 i think yeah 2020 anthology uh tiny tusks which was yes. me basically saying you know what being biracial sucks i'm gonna write a game where it doesn't suck
0: <laughs> and
1: uh and, and and at the time there was that whole discourse about uh orcs right and so that was per- to perfect timing so i was like i'll make a game about half orcs so it's like it's like booping two chickens on the nose at the same time. At the same um, time, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you're a half-orc, and the, half, the orc half loves you. Your other half loves you. You're, you right. lived a happy life, and you're going to be an adult, and you're going to go out into the world and know that people love you, and it's going to be great. And that that was very even though I wrote it out of anger, that was truly Little Whitney being like, "I want people to be happy." Little Whitney, (laughs) Uh, and then um, because Bro Whitney uh, totally wrote Prism um, because they were like, "Yeah, emotional virility. um, Your your feelings are valid, Bro." And then. Uh, My current game, which is launching um, for Kickstarter, The Old, The cult, The Bold, was totally written by Evil Whitney because I'm like, I can't write a game about the purge. So I'll do the next best (laughs) thing. I'll write a game about doing crimes. And while the CEO says we don't want Robin Hoods, everyone who plays the game uh, picks a target that clearly deserves it.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) And I remember playtesting uh, the old, cold, to bold, and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I was in when the premise is gig crimes, right? Um, so tell us more about the old, cold, to bold. It's inspired
1: by the mechanics of Lady Blackbird. So it has like the the keys, the secrets, the um, uh, tags. Yeah. Um, and the premise is you are um, criminals or people that just happen to be doing crimes like house spouses that need some extra cash using an app called Seben uh, that gives you um, crimes in your area like Uber um, gives you like people who need to get picked up and stuff. <laughs> um and the um benefit of it is that the app um, offers you protection from the police as long as you don't go to cray cray. Like if you're if you like in our game where we you cause like a car chase like it is kind of tied. You're like, <laughs> the cops are I mean the cops kind of have to intervene at that point. But, right, and um, we,
0: we stole a sheriff's car, too, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So. no, I get that, I get that. <laughs> um, but he but he deserved it, so it was okay. Um, <laughs> but the thing is that you kind of, um, to in, incorporate safety mechanics in the game, I was like, okay, the app has rules, so right. it's kind of like the um, Assassin's Guild and Thieves Guild and Terry Pratchett's work, where it's like, okay, you can do crimes, but like, you know, no crimes in, you know, schools or places of worship or medical facilities, right. Um, you know, avoid collateral damage, right. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it's so it's like it gives players the idea that you know this game isn't gonna go, you know, off the rails into right. an uncomfort zone, discomfort zone. Uh and it follow and it's and the old, the cold, the bold are the three archetypes you can play. Like there's the old. Who's like, um, kind of like Mike from Breaking Breaking Bad or Slash Better Call Saul? Who's like a fixer, and yeah. you know they've been doing it a long time, and they know, and and they're and they're respectful, or like um, uh, Mr. White and reservation. Uh, Reser- I keep saying Reservation Dogs, which is a show, not Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> which is the movie. Um, and then there's the cold, which is kind of like um, Jules in Pulp Fiction, where they're kind of right. like the, the the voice of reason. And they often use money to, you know, um, clean up problems in like in in a tidy fashion, like when Jules gives his um, wallet at the end of the movie. And then there's a bold who, like in like older um crime drama usually the hot-headed one like Sonny and the godfather right. but it's it's right. kind of evolved over the years and they're more like a like more like a guard dog enforcer kind of like um, shades and luke cage until he started dating and then he became like an angry <laughs> chihuahua and it was really obnoxious <laughs> like you ruined a pretty like perfectly good character by giving him a, a girlfriend that was literally a grenade right cubes. right um, where they're like, you know, making sure people follow the rules. They usually have, they, they, you, you know, um, while they have big feelings, they like, they, they have big feels, but they don't, they, they use it like when needed, not like all the time. It's not like, right. like in cop dramas where that there's one, it's usually a guy who's worried about a girl cop and he comes in and says, where is she? He starts it's like breaking <laughs> furniture. They don't do that
0: stuff.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about which Is why you're laughing. I do.
0: I do. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man. I liked having played Lady Blackbird. I liked stepping into uh, mechanics that I was familiar with, right? And then trying them out in the new premise, a different setting. That was nice. That was cool. Uh, And I think that's always fun. That's fast to get in on the table and start playing. So my question is, and this is timely because we've got all this OGL, open license, fighting drama, shenanigans going on. And I don't know if Lady Blackbird, is it like Creative Commons? Is it just out there? Uh, I don't know what – if it had a structure prior to now, my assumption is – that's Harper, right? John Harper's. Yeah, Yeah, my assumption is he may be forced to, to, if he hasn't already, do something to put it in a space so people feel comfortable using it um what are your thoughts about all that
1: before i even like announced it on twitter and facebook i did ask for his blessing because i wouldn't be like you have this game i'm just gonna (laughs) take the rules right (laughs) so no i asked permission first and and he gave me the okay so i made sure (laughs) to do that um considering the drama is mostly geared towards like the the games everyone knows like when i say i'm a, a tabletop game designer I'm like oh you mean like dnd i'm like no yeah, yes but yeah. like indie because i'm like you think by now people will at least know like a power by the apocalypse game or something yeah. um, but it has to do with dnds and i could like care less about that franchise uh, that um right game. uh and, th- and then paizo is like basically like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, the leg up. Yeah. yeah, no. I uh no, you're right. I think uh I got asked recently about that whole thing and uh, my thought was I think if you're uh in a design game design space, right? And you're d adjacent or in that camp, uh you probably care and it probably means something. And I don't know what that is because I'm not there. I said, but I think if you're a player or a consumer and you're just buying this stuff and playing the things you probably don't give two fucks about it, right? Because yeah. stuff will still show up on the shelves. You'll still buy what you like, right? Uh, it will sort itself out. I don't. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But I feel that uh, I saw the PBTA folks, the bakers. Uh, they are now doing an SDK and kind of a more official kind of open license license. And my assumption was that folks that have stuff out there might be forced to have to put it under some type of license so folks can continue to feel good about using those things. And that's that's crazy. But yeah, no, I uh, so yeah, I'm always curious about how those things shake out. And oh, I wish the people could see the merchandise hoodie you have. But I think you can send me a photo and I will put it in the show notes when this rolls out so yeah, it's fantastic
1: it's a onesie it's not a hoodie it's it's Plus, a onesie with pockets with pockets
0: wow all right so from here i just see shoulders. yeah 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 everyone like thinks hoodie. it's a hoodie but, but yeah, yeah no I, this is the, nice. the
1: most exciting purchase this is literally the only reason why we have merch is because i wanted uh crime app uh onesies
0: Onesie. <laughs> That is fantastic.
1: Because I know there's a crime criminal that would buy th- this and just wear it while, you know, doing, the
0: doing crimes. Yes. <laughs> I'm in my uniform. It's fine.
1: Yes. It's, 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 it's brand merchandise. It's legit.
0: Yes. So right. I'm
1: promoting the company while I'm doing the, my jobs.
0: <laughs> nice. How long did it take you to put this together? The old, the uh, cold, and the bold.
1: I think it I think it's like a couple year project, but like, I mean, since it's just me working on a game, it was like, right. you know, on and off. Often, and then yeah. there was all the medical drama and the roommate drama, but it's okay. I got my forward momentum back, knock on wood, the bald spot surgery will be my last one that I, that I need. And uh-huh. it looks like, like anything elective, which is acceptable. And the game's happening. We're in an apartment now. We're, we're nice. both good, but it was just like, it's yeah. Like, so it I, it took about two years to finish Old Cold Bull, but probably would have ta- taken less time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> funny. Yeah,
1: That's... but
0: yeah. And and, that, and,
1: the, and the artists kept getting dumped on too, so.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> artists are so, hi, man. I don't know if I'm going to say this or not. Uh, I'm going to say it because I could always cut it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm four projects in now. Uh, and I've got a frustration. Uh, maybe I need to pick different artists or I don't know what the solution is. Here's, here's what my problem is. Uh, I picked artists from the role-playing game community, um, from that list of folks at, for my first project. And one of those, actually two of those folks smacked it out of the park. They were awesome. Right. And I continue to work with them. Uh, the other three, uh, came up short and not just a little bit short, right? I ended up, uh, we we got deadlines, you know, we got deadlines. And uh, I was I, w- I had to go with what I had, uh, but I didn't alter uh, what I agreed to pay them, even though I didn't get all of it or everything, right? So I did that and I chalked it up to my first project. I learned some lessons. The second project, again, I, I tried to stay with the RPG communities, artists, And about the same thing happened. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, Midway in that project, I went to, I don't want to say real artists. There's a better term, but folks that that's all they do is graphic arts, right? That's what they do for a living. They don't do it just for RPG stuff. They do it across the board. Mm -hmm. And again, those folks, right? They cost a little bit more, but they smacked it out of the park and they hit the deadlines. And so now I'm like, but none of them are RPG people, right? And so now I'm like, am I a bad guy? Because I am now... I'm just going to use these outside the RPG world artists mm-hmm. and because I want to right? I'm not. I'm not getting rich here, but if there's funds and I need art and I'm not an artist, I'm willing to pay some artists to do some stuff. And uh, like my software company, I like to hire contractors that are in my city first, then in my state. And then I'll go looking in other states. Then I'll go looking in other countries. That's that's. So I'd like to do the same thing is if I'm going to get artists, I'd like to get them from our RPG community. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's always been frustrating, even now on this new project. I'm like, do I even start there? Right. And I don't I want to. Right. But I'm like, I don't I don't know. Yeah
1: know the, the artist is actually like one of my oldest friends so I can't be mad because since I was dealing with all that drama I I tend to be very uh, the more stressed I am the more nitpicky I am and the more I need like control so I would be like can you change this can you fix that and edit this out because someone's gonna probably say like Whitney's not paying enough um, <laughs> but like because uh yeah it's like it, it, it's so obnoxious to be to be alive while trying to do what you want to do
0: no I feel that um I don't know, I, w- I was talking to some folks earlier this week, I don't know, a bunch of shit just kind of came to a head in the world, politics, cultural stuff, just paying your bills kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I... post-lockdown, I don't even want to say post-COVID, right, post-lockdown, uh, it seems like shit is, is just crazy, and folks are uh, brazen and crazy. Where's that going next? Oh, I was going to talk about Kickstarter next. Yes. So, yeah, I remember. So this this podcast interview has had some hurdles. We've we I think we've had a cancellation before now, yeah. uh, and then we had some timing stuff. But I remember one of the timing things while we were trying to work around and work out is uh, when you got the green light from Kickstarter to uh, do the project. Uh, I didn't ask because I figured we could talk about it here if you feel comfortable about it. It sounds like that process may have changed from the last time I tried to launch a project on Kickstarter. Um, So you put all your stuff in, uh, that's how I worked. I put all my stuff in, you tie your bank and financials and things together. uh, And then they review your project. And then uh, usually for me, it was usually 24 hours, they green light it and you're good to go.
1: yeah, actually, for Prism, I got I got the okay the same day. This day, this time, it just took it. It just took a few days. Yeah, I don't I don't know how how that happened. It might be maybe because I did it early in the morning and someone was just there. Like I don't have anything I'm like, Oh look with this stupid mermaid project. <laughs> But yeah, no, no. Um, yeah. It, it, it's the same process. It's just that it just it, it took a little longer, but I blame okay, COVID. Okay. I blame COVID. I blame COVID for like almost everything. So. Oh,
0: me too. Me too. I'm like, oh, it's COVID, man.
1: Yeah. So oh. I, I'm, I'm not mad. I mean, it eventually happened. So and did not right. make me change anything. So now I'm just working on the, you know, the story page and making sure the um, uh, reward tiers make sense. And gotcha. Stuff like that. And waiting uh, for the video to get
0: done. No, I, yeah, I was curious. So it sounds like they just may have more projects rolling through there slowing them down. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure. Uh, I heard someone else also waiting and I thought maybe they changed the process and maybe I need to know about that. Uh, was, was there any other crowdfunding option on your plate other than Kickstarter or was it always going to be Kickstarter for you?
1: Um, I was actually going to try itch.io because it was just going to be a PDF and, I'd be, and you can set goals and like import videos and be like, I want to make this amount of money. But um, a friend of mine was like, "You could do that, but Kickstarter has more reach. And if you really want to make your money back, you're probably better off uh, using that platform. So, what I'll probably end up doing is using Kickstarter and throwing everything on HIO afterwards, as I'll be offering community copies because it's just a PDF. So you're not waiting for a physical anything. It's just, right. like, it's just a document. So. It'll be an easy train. and and the and other than me tweaking a couple of things like the name list or whatever the PDF is done. So like after the Kickstarter is done and I, hopefully funds and I get my money, be like you'll get the PDF and then we're, we're we don't owe each right. other anything else.
0: <laughs> Just walk away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So here's another section that I might throw away. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, so I. This is your second Kickstarter? Yes. All right, cool. I uh this last Kickstarter that I'm doing with lifted uh is the first time I've gotten some not good uh messages and comments from folks. Mm. Uh that's never happened to me before, right? Mm-hmm. Uh during the process, someone asked uh if uh, lifted using Cortex, uh, was it going to be another woke project, right? Yeah, I'm like, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> and I went back and I looked at my Kickstarter page and I'm going through it. And I'm like, so what in here is, what the hell, will I recognize woke when I see it, right? What is, uh, and I couldn't, so I went back and I said, man, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, I go through, Two whole pots of coffee every day. I'm pretty woke, man. I don't know what to say, right? Maybe, right? Um, I think that individual put like a dollar in to back it, right? And Gosh, I knew, what, why I didn't
1: even ask. Well, I knew what was <laughs>
0: happening there, right? I'm like, as soon as this thing funds and it transitions over and the project closes, I will refund your dollar. You're not going along for the ride, brother, right? You're getting off the bus, right? We're done, right? Um, but he did. He he continued uh, two more iterations of just bad faith questions. Uh, and I did good customer service. Um, there was one. I have a friend. Uh, she does a lot of uh, law and customer service stuff. And she said, don't respond to him immediately. Right. She said, you've already done that the first time. She says, "Once you know that they're bad faith. Uh, let a couple hours go by before you reply. And every time you reply, just a little more time go by. Right. And I'm like, all right. She said, what will happen is if they're truly bad faith, they're going to pull a gun. Right. And pull the trigger on that. And everyone will see what idiot this fool is. Right. And then you don't have to respond ever again. I'm like, all right. Uh it was like eight hours, right? Between that first response, my conversation with her, and then I circled back around to go look what was going on. And he did. He blew up. Oh, you're just not going to respond to me now, right? Oh and he went, I'm my like, Oh my <laughs> God. I'm like, dude, I, you know, I had other shit I was doing today, right? Uh, I wasn't even <laughs> trying not to respond to you yet, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just let it go. What I'm mad about is Kickstarter. They have a, uh, uh, like a feedback or report section. And uh, I think they could be a little more proactive about when you report a comment, Uh, they can see the context, right? And I get that uh, you might think that, nah, there's no way you could have thought that a guy was being neutral. You can't, I wish I would have screen captured it or something, but I'm not that guy. Uh, But I reported it and they said, no, this seems fair. I'm like, there's no way that that, are you kidding me, right? at least i'm not saying block him i'm saying just get rid of that comment, right he can stay in here i don't give a shit right because every time he says something i think is off i will report it and if you think it's off too you should just pull it uh, i wish they would do more of that um do you have any bad uh comments bad experiences like that
1: um well kickstarter for old cold bold hasn't launched yet so p- a knock on wood planted tree hopefully that will be okay but surprisingly enough i didn't really get bothered about prism but i, I i'm like i don't know i also i mean because all things considered i should have been considering my demographic and what the game was about maybe i don't even know um but yeah i wasn't really uh, very bothered but then again i wasn't really like well known in the industry yet I was just like okay oh, it was like okay. a little little baby project at the time yeah it was pretty it was pretty uneventful from from start to finish i think the um, getting people their stuff like took less than a year, so there wasn't really a lot of time. In right. Game in in, in in game hours, in game design hours, like right. dog years to have drama happen. Because
0: <laughs> um, no, that's fair, yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't
1: it, project didn't take long because like even though the proof took forever, I, I think it took like six or seven months f- from like the K- Kickstarter to everyone getting their books. So
0: yeah, no, I went back through looking for where is the wokeness <laughs> in my Kickstarter page and i yeah so i think it's just
1: a word people like throwing around because i remember like during thanksgiving my uncle's girlfriend was upset that the hotel they were staying or staying overnight didn't have a bible in it and like, oh that's the woke left i'm like <laughs> and i'm like why would you you don't want to touch a bible as in the hotel god only knows who's who else has touched it and this right, is who is else like, has touched it night a, a lack of a bible in a in a hotel room, and apparently it's like it's like manager's choice. So, but she's like, "Oh, yeah, it's woke left because if they have the Bible, they have to have every you know uh, religious document there." And I'm like, <laughs> if you, if "You don't have a copy of your Bible with you at all times? Then who's who's the, be, the, the right? Who's, who's, the, who's the bad guy here?
0: Right? That's who's where I'm at. I'm like, here? right. Why should I be supplying you your Bible? Right? <laughs> you should have it with you. Right." Yeah. Like a wizard and their spell book. Well, you, <laughs> what kind of wizard are you? Yeah, I mean you left your spell book at home.
1: Yeah. Speaking uh, of apps, um, yeah, we uh, in, in a game of Old Cobalt, uh yesterday, we actually took advantage of the um, the the other app in the game, which is um, Snitch uh, Stephen's uh, social media platform for um, criminal for app users only, because you can't exactly like post a selfie with that stolen sheriff car right, right. <laughs> but i imagine it's not just for crimes right it's just, it's for right. like you know app users are getting to know each other so like there's like a picture in the in the pdf of like um a uh, an app user taking a selfie and they're covered in blood and like the caption is like you know trash day and there's like a chat going on about how like how blood stains suck and <laughs> someone and then some of them subscribes quote-unquote And there was like a little bot message saying, this is usually a a chat about marine activism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. I like it. That is funny. (laughs) Do you think you would, uh, I was trying to think what would a, I guess that could be a website maybe. Like if you were to have The old, the cold, the bold. I have a tick. I always want to do the old, the bold, the cold, right? (laughs) So I have to slow down. Uh, Do you think you'd ever have uh, that app made for the game for funsies? Uh,
1: That's above my pay grade. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, I don't think so.
0: It's the tech nerd in me that when we were playing, I'm like, man, what would like... Even if it's a web app pretending to be an app or an app we can actually load, right? What would that look like if, right, we could just punch into that as players and get this stuff this way, right? Does that add to the game? Does it take away from the game? Uh, and so, yeah, my uh, on my list of questions, my thought was, oh, ask Whitney. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're right. I get that. Uh, you would have to do a lot of uh, making up those things so the app can pull from them, probably randomly. Um, and then everyone at the table is having to work with whatever that is, right? Yeah. So I get that, yeah, yeah.
1: And like, making a gig isn't really that it wouldn't really be that complicated. Cause I feel like it's, it's like a list thing, right?
0: right. It's basically
1: like like uh, who's the client, who, what's the target, where are you going, and right. it's you know, and then you're and then and, and then after that, you're like, okay, how are we getting there? What do we need to do? What happens if you know, like, what's Plan B?
0: Right. So. No. Yeah, no, I, no, I hear you. It is some work to do there ahead of time uh to get that worked up. Uh but the the nerdy person in me I'm like, "Oh, I think that could be fun." Um so so what's next after the old the cold and the bold? <laughs> um
1: I so I so back to our prism uh, uh, rewind to our, our prism conversation back the last time we were talking <laughs> like back then when, when I said if this is my last game to be fine at the time I didn't really have any ideas floating in my head because prism was basically a a, a, a years with seven s's right. long right. project where it was like constantly a Pokemon evolving and then finally became what it is at the time. Um, so that was like, I had to get this game done because it's been a thing in my head since like college right. and I got to like, get it into a, a thing, which happened to be a tabletop game. Uh, and then, uh, tiny tests only happened because of the situation I was in the time because it was, it was COVID. I was at home. I was coming from surgery. I right. was kind of pissed off at my, at, at my family. I had just done a, you know, a, 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 a being biracial sucks panel with, uh, with, um, a, uh, Camden Abraham. And I'm like, you know what I gotta do, I gotta do a thing. And then like the, the, the level one thing came up, like, you know what, I'm going to do a thing about half works.
0: Right, and,
1: right. um, this has been like a kind of like prism where it was like, I had an idea to do like an evil house spouse thing where it's like not evil to your partner, but like evil, like, okay, my husband has a promotion coming up and the competition is kind of in the way. So I'm going to make that, you know, competition disappear but it was harder to have to like any safety mechanics have just been slapped on top of it whereas with this it's like integrated into the game so narratively it's telling you you know don't be an asshole right um but i don't really have any other games floating around and considering all three whitney's have already written something there's not really anything (laughs) left i don't really have any like (laughs) ideas floating around right now so Uh, Like I said with Prism, if this happens to be the last game out of the three I've already, you know, done that, that's okay with me. So, um, what's next? I I don't know, because honestly, I'm pretty effing tired. (laughs)
0: And me, I'm just setting it up so when you come back again next time, yeah, I can say, Remember, <laughs>
1: game remember. number
0: 52. It's <laughs> no, 52 is too big of a number. Game number,
1: reasonable number. Head, yeah. I mean, I'm still gonna write for games, like, I just got right. done writing for um Rebels of the Outlaw Waste by uh, yes. Dirty Pup Games, and that was yes. that, and and my, like, this is every time I feel like every time I write for Michael, Michael's like, Hey, Whitney, do you want to write for him? It? Like, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll be like boom because I wrote for a house of Rookwood. He's like, hey, you want to write a a, a a like a scenario from like done? <laughs> Every time he asked me to write for him, I like I like we like, haven't even discussed payment or contract. I'm like done.
0: Right. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm in. Nice. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so so yeah, that and that was fun because I got to write about 90s nostalgia and what it'd be like if millennials didn't have to be exposed to the 2000s. <laughs> Uh, got exposed to an ice age it's yeah it's like it's like if Robin Hood was a JRPG in the ice age and I'm like and then there's video game music and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I'm still gonna write for games and occasionally you know uh, art for games so if I don't end up um, doing any other like games myself I'd be okay with that but yeah um, as of now I don't really have anything floating around in my head of things I want to write but that could change I don't know but
0: no, that's three, three is that's pretty true.
1: good. Three is pretty good. I'm no three, three is pretty good.
0: Yeah, no yeah. three is strong. Three, is, three strong. is
1: strong.
0: Yeah, yes. Uh, you, uh, you plan on any contours this year?
1: Uh, not, I mean, with COVID. Um, no, yeah, because no, that's like, Yeah, well, not, 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 I mean, not just COVID, but like, I, I don't know when double exposure is coming back, and I'm not right. going to be the people pressing them to be like, when are you guys, to Because I know why they're not, and I'm not going to bother them. Right. And any other con I've already been to is out of state and money sucks. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I can't really go to cons of good conscience when I'm like not right. really making any income again. So it's like I'm I'm hoping this Kickstarter funds because if it doesn't, I'm probably gonna have a mental breakdown. So, no,
0: no, that's fair. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Like,
1: I should have been on disability this whole time probably, but right. I'm stubborn and I'm used to no one supporting me. Um, and I mean, but when I say no one, I was like you and the community and, you know, and and my friends, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's, I'm exhausted.
0: Just here in Kansas city, working with folks talking to contractors that work with me and things like that, it would be far, far better if our health system, our safety care was separated from uh employment yes. uh, a lot of folks are having to make stupid choices because of where their insurances are or what kind of safety net jobs offer or have and uh and when you leave or you go and you lose that shit right yeah um and that's crappy yeah 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 i've got folks in situations similar to that and they're having to work some shitty spots just to keep some shitty health insurance so
1: yeah. i was paying like up the ass for health insurance because i had all the pre-existing conditions but it wasn't really covered like you know those those coupon yeah. books you sometimes get i yeah. was paying two of those wow at the same time because wow. i had yeah. i had back-to-back surgeries and that was anesthesia payments at that time i was trying to get to disability but i made too much it's like i, I hope this disability works out because i want to you know i want to function and do things like this like right you know, work on games and stuff. It's just like, it's just, but yeah. So that's, sorry. That's like the, uh, the long version of why I can't go to cons because
0: it's just like, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe next year. I mean, uh, cause uh, cause, big bad, cause cons are awesome. I love cons like big, bad con before, like just before COVID Yeah. was great. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the last I, streamation I went to was great. And there are like other cons that are, you know, are accessible, but
0: just, just not, not right now. Not yeah. Right now. No, big bad. Taxis was
1: hard. when I saw you. Like, work, like, work, yeah. And I felt. I like, remember. Too, yes. Like,
0: at- no, I've, I've 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 had some booth experience. I used to uh, referee tabletop miniature games, and uh, it was Rackham, and I was good at being a referee. Uh, but I think one of the days they were short a booth person, and so they asked me to kind of run some demos at the booth and I did that and unfortunately I guess I did that too well because every demo I ran those folks went and bought games and so they pulled me off the referee track and stuck (laughs) me in I'm like I'm a ref man I don't I'm not your booth guy and he's like yeah but that last dude you talked to he dropped 500 bucks on games back here right so and I'm like but I'm not getting a cut of that they paid me in miniatures to like a commission. I was young. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm in, I'll stay. Right. But no, you're right. It's standing that whole time. And, uh, but I knew the game and that was different, but I'm with you. If I didn't, um, I can't see being, uh, a customer, uh, interacting with someone who doesn't Right, asking someone questions that makes that would that would shake my confidence in this demo right what are mm-hmm. we doing let's let's just bring that person over here then so I get that that makes sense uh, no I remember that pack shoot that was me figuring out are we going to be able to go back to cons again uh, with the pandemic not over but we're pretending it's over right mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, I went to the last year's pack shoe too and uh, it was way more laxed than the previous one uh, I suspect the one coming up will be like Gen Con where it's, it's whatever. So, yeah.
1: but, but Paxy was also way too big. Like, I saw Russell Collins there and I was like super excited, like, oh, we'll get to hang out and talk. And yeah, I'll get to be like, I love Tears of the Machine. And uh, because of Tears of the Machine, I changed the, the tag mecha- mechanics and old Cold Bold. But he was like, he was like, uh, like, like, no, nah, I gotta leave. There's like too many people. And I'm like, yeah, there was like way too many people. Cause, cause Big Bad Con was big, but it was mm-hmm. like, dispersed big like it was a big hotel so it wasn't like everybody in one spot and I was so used to double exposure cons where there's like a little group of people here a little group of people there that's why those cons were so great because it was small so you're not like stifled by like too many nerds in one space
0: yeah yeah. and then you you end up uh, I feel I felt this the last big bad con and I love big bad con I feel like there's a time where you go there and everybody you want to see is there. It's like a family reunion and you're playing games as everybody that you want to play with. And it's fantastic. And then over time it grows. And those folks are still coming, but you're passing each other in the halls and you don't get to hang out and spend time. Right. Cause we're all not doing the same things. And uh, we're just, the, the it's so it's large enough that we can't even get together uh other than passing in the halls, right? High five and hey, I'll try to catch you before whatever, right? And then the mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're on your plane home. And yeah. right, I didn't see those guys, right? Boo. So yeah. Uh I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the I do, I do know what the answer is because I know some conventions that solved it. Uh but it sucks because then it becomes a different thing. Uh this is a thing I go to for um, single uh, business owners. Uh, solopreneurs, solopreneurs, um, anybody who's got a small business and it's one or two owners, right? What they do is there's a maximum number of attendees, right? If you went last year, you're on a short list to decide if you're going to go or not this year, right? So, you get those invitations first. And then once it's sold out, it's sold out. I don't know what the number is, but let's say it's 1,000, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, once 1,000 tickets are sold, it's done, it's, right? Well, I, I know there's a waiting list and there are more folks that want to come, but we're never going to be bigger than that. And that's what they do. And I think at the beginning that is cool because then you get to spend the time with the folks you want to spend the time with. But I think over time it starts to feel bougie, uh, exclusive.
1: Yeah, you don't see uh, any. There's no. There's new. There's no new blood.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, and then there's that that sense because, like I said, there is a waiting list, and those folks are hoping folks drop tickets or change plans or whatever so mm-hmm. they can get in and go. And so there's that demand part also, and it starts to be in a weird space that I felt guilty about going, right? Mm -hmm. So so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't put together my my physical convention list yet. Um, I've done a couple online conventions. I think Games on Demand is this month, and then I just saw Big Bad Online is doing a thing. I want to say late March. So I'll do, I'll do both of those. Those are easy.
1: I can't do online cons, it's like online LARPs. Like it's like, it's hard to be on in front of a computer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been, so there, I think there's some games that are conducive to it and there's some games that will never run online. Right. I'm yeah, never gonna yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Cause it's, uh, it's so much easier to like accidentally interrupt people. And then yeah. like, it's like, there's like all kinds of things. I mean, I mean, granted, I mean, you you work, you work with what you have and um. It's better than nothing, but I'm like, it, I, I just find it very taxing to do anything on the um, online, like running games online is way more exhausting than running games in person.
0: I will do an in-person session for four hours plus, right? Yeah. I can't do more than three <laughs> hours. <laughs> like, you
1: know, I'm, cannot, I'm, I'm, I'm derping. Right? I'm derping.
0: Yeah. Right. Two, two and a half is the sweet spot, right? So usually I'll say, let's play for like two hours. Let's schedule it for three. I'm not going to hit three, but in case something happens, right, yeah. and we got to run a little bit long, we're feeling it, right. We will approach three, but most of the time it's like two, two and a half hours, and then we're done. Uh, where can everybody find you online? And then when your Kickstarter launches, I will put, uh, I will put it in the links.
1: Uh, they can find me at Twitter, uh, Whittle Dragon W I D D L <laughs> E <laughs> D R A. <laughs> I went to art school.
0: <laughs>
1: w I D D L E and then Dragon. There we go. There. Uh they can find me on my website, Willowish Productions.com, where you can find information where you can find my uh the games I've published and or written for. I have TikTok and Instagram, but those aren't really going anywhere. So I'm probably just gonna drop that as soon as the game starts. <laughs> and just go back to follow people who draw gay Call of Duty
0: stuff. <laughs> uh, TikTok but, is a weird space for me. I haven't figured it out yet.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm being read every time Instagram's algorithm is broken, but TikTok, I feel like TikTok knows me more than I do.
0: And I'm I don't like it. I don't like it. Nice. Thanks for doing this. It was good to catch up with you and see you today.
1: Yay. Thank you for having me again.
0: You're welcome. Congratulations and good luck on your Kickstarter. Or is it, it's good luck on your Kickstarter. There it is.
1: Yeah. It's, it's launching on March 7th.
0: <laughs> nice. That's not far. It moves fast.
1: Yeah. It's, it's less than a month away and it'll be a three yeah. week, a three week um, campaign. So we'll see what happens.
0: Nice. That's my show. Thanks for listening. Send your comments, questions about this episode to me. I'm on Patreon at MadJZero, all letters, or send it to Twitter at GoDiceology. And you know, subscribe, rate, and like. Let's make this our regular thing.